Hey folks, this is Charlotte Clymer. My pronouns are she, her, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Charlotte's Web Thoughts. This is the audio slash podcast version of the actual Charlotte's Web Thoughts on Substack.com. You can go subscribe to that at charlotteclymer.substack.com. It's completely free. All you need is an email. It takes less than five seconds and it helps me out immensely. And I should also mention that it was my birthday this past week, and I certainly would not mind if you'd like to buy a paid subscription to wish me a happy birthday. Just food for thought. October 19th, 2022. The title for this blog is January 17th, 2049. I turned 36 this past week. It happened in the blink of an eye. And I've been so busy working, so exhausted that I missed it. Somewhere about 35,000 feet above the Earth's skin between Chicago and San Francisco, I gained another year. It was not a quiet day. At noon, I had been lucky enough to do a virtual keynote interview with the hyper-brilliant Angelica Ross to open up the 2022 Lesbians Who Tech San Francisco Summit. But prior to that, was a piece that needed to be written and about a dozen phone calls to make related to the midterms. There was submitting a signed release for an upcoming podcast appearance. There was checking out an op-ed pitch a brilliant former student had written that I was attempting to get placed. There were two loads of laundry that needed to be done at the crack of dawn. There were a few letters to write that I somehow managed to get to the post office during lunch, and I still don't know how I swung that. And there was finally the flight to catch at 5 p.m. at DCA. But before that, and all throughout the day, amidst everything else, there was the annual birthday online fundraiser to do for Running Start, which thankfully, mercifully, went very well. By the way, thank you to everyone who donated to that. I reached the airport early enough to get my ticket fixed at the United counter to have TSA pre-check included and thus avoid the body scanners. And when the agent handed over the updated boarding pass and my driver's license back to me, she offered a warm happy birthday with a big smile, which I realized was the first time someone had said that to me in person all day, grateful as I was for all my friends loving texts. I honestly don't remember the first leg to O'Hare. I slept for most of it after attempting in vain to keep my eyes open long enough to read Mad Honey, the brilliant new novel by Jody Picoult and Ginny Boylan. There was an hour layover in Chicago, and then we loaded up for the second and final leg to San Francisco. One of my seatmates was a woman who hadn't flown in a few decades. In a nervous tick kind of way, she revealed basic facts about herself to me before takeoff as though imparting information that could be useful if we're somehow separated in a Nebraska cornfield. She said she's much older than me. That was said verbatim. She said she's a stenographer. She said she's taking a much-needed vacation. She said she's tired of men and how nice it was to sit beside women on a long flight. She said all this within five minutes of my having sat beside her. She said all these things in an endearing manner that made it impossible not to like her. She was nervous and quite lovely, and I attempted, as best I could, to answer her very reasonable questions about air travel, 
that understandably would come to mind for someone who hadn't been on an airplane since the Clinton administration. We made small talk with random divergences into deeper subjects. And while our other seatmate went to the restroom, the woman leaned over to me and asked where I wanted to be in a few decades. It was an odd question to ask in the flow of our conversation, a weird hybrid throwaway between a job interview and escalated banter on a date. I hadn't mentioned my birthday to either of them and what had been on my mind all that day. Honestly, what had been on my mind for the preceding several weeks. It felt too heavy, which is ironic given that she had seemingly read my mind with that question. January 17th, 2049. I wanted to tell her, and of course I would never have said this, that my answer is to be long enough to reach that date. January 17th, 2049. It's on that day that I will have spent most of my life in my authentic skin. I will be 62 years old when I have reached the majority of my life existing outside the closet, existing as my true self. As of this evening, that's 26 years, two months, and 29 days away. But I did not tell her this, of course. Reasonable adults can disagree, but it felt a bit garish to get so existential before the drink cart had arrived. It's common courtesy, I believe, to avoid discussion of mortality on an airplane without at least a drink in hand. I want to be happy, I finally told her, with an intonation of humor. She looked at me for a second. You will be, she said earnestly, parrying my jokey response. But in the meantime, you're beautiful. And sometimes we are reminded that a little bit of warmth from a stranger goes a very long way. Ma'am, wherever you are, I hope your return flight was a peaceful one.